Hello, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today, and we're going to talk about God's full armor. So this is a seven-part series that we're going to do, and we're going to just kind of give you an intro here um, as the first part of this. Um, And so let's go through this real quick. First of all, we're going to go to the text. Um, Ephesians, this is where Paul is writing his letter to the body of Christ in Christ at Ephesus. And he's in chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. And we'll go ahead and read along there. It says a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Okay, so there's a few things we want to take a look at here, first of all. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and, and His mighty power. Notice how the Apostle Paul instructs the body of Christ here to look to Christ to live from his life, giving spirit, and to not live for him. You see, when he says be strong in the Lord, that just means to not trust in self, but to look to Christ as our very strength, okay, and his power. First of all, that's the first thing we want to take a look at in verse 10. The second thing we want to take a look at is put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Okay? And so to put on God's armor is to recognize that it's already on if you're in Christ. And the third thing we want to take a look at is for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly realm. Okay, so we've all heard of the great enemy. The Apostle Peter will talk about that, um, which is our great enemy, the accuser of the brethren. And so we're going to see that he's against the body of Christ. And the, the next thing we're going to take a look at is where he says, Therefore put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And after the battle you will stand you will be standing firm. Now keep in mind, each we're going to talk about each piece um, of armor that is already on in Christ. And so we want to know what we have. Basically, if we don't know who we are in Christ, we're going to sin. But if we know who we are in Christ, you know, and uh, we'll be consistent with who we really are. And, um, and so God's armor... First of all, stand firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. As a, as a reference verse, we want to go to Ephesians 1.7. This is where the Apostle Paul is writing his letter to the church in Christ at Ephesus, chapter 1, verse 7. 
He says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. Now, he is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. Okay, so that's the first piece of armor that we already have on, is that because of God's kindness and grace, he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son. And through the blood of his son, our sins have been forgiven. Okay, so we are forgiven people. That's the first thing we want to take a look at. We don't need to ask to get forgiven. We are forgiven. The next piece of armor that uh, Paul is going to talk about is in Romans 3.24, which is the body armor of God's righteousness. And I'm reading from the NIRV version, which says, The free gift of God's grace makes all of us right with him. Christ Jesus paid the price to set us free. Now keep in mind, Jesus died for sins, but he rose from the dead to make people right with God. And so we are always right with the Father. This is our breastplate of righteousness. This is uh, where we approach our Heavenly Father as children of God to all who believed in him, to them who received Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Lord. God has given us the right to be called his children. And so now, given the right to be his children, we are also placed in a right position in him, with him through his Son. The next thing we want to take a look at as a reference verse is God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. And so God made him who had no sin to be sin. So in him we might become the righteousness of God. The word righteousness means to be right in God's sight. Okay, and so God's armor for shoes, put on that peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. Okay, so the peace with God and the peace of God is what we're really talking about. John 14, 27 tells us that uh, Jesus says this, he says, Peace I leave with you, peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. So let not your hearts be troubled, and don't be afraid. Ephesians 2.14, the Apostle Paul says, Christ himself is our peace. So that's the peace of God. And so we have the peace of God. But how about peace with God? Romans 5.1 tells us, Therefore, since we have been made right with God by faith... We have peace with him because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And again, God's armor, in addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Romans 12, 3, the Lord is our strength. The Apostle Paul gives us a warning to not think of ourselves any higher than we ought, meaning we are not to see ourselves as the strength of the Christian life. The Lord is my strength. And so again, put on salvation as a helmet. You know, we ride motorcycles. We put on our motorcycle helmets when we before we go riding. So we put on our helmets. But to put on the helmet of salvation is to recognize it's always on if you're in Christ. In other words, anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things passed away. Behold, all things become new. So we're always new creatures. John 1.12 says, 
to all who received him, to them who believed in his name, Jesus Christ, God has given us the right to be called children of God. So the sword of the Spirit, of course, we want to take a look at that. Remember, the focal point of all Scripture by choice and designs, it points to Jesus Christ. You see, and so the sword of the Spirit is going to be where we see Christ actually as our life. Um, the one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. First Thessalonians 5.24 tells us there that... Um, that our role is to believe that Jesus died for us so he could give his life to us, so he could live his life through us. And so remember in Hebrews, the author of Hebrew writes, the word of God is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. And so that sword of the Spirit is what we're talking about, where we actually trust Christ to cut through and endure through every circumstance that we will ever go through. Remember, love endures through every circumstance. 1 Corinthians thirteen seven. In conclusion, God's full armor is on in Christ. Remember that Jesus gave his life for us so he could give his life to us, so he could live his life through us.